It is 11.39 a.m. I've traveled to Long Island to meet with a man who's literally just rocked up on very little, if none at all, sleep, but feeling good for it. Raging Al Iaquinta, hello. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for having us here in your, this is your gym space in your garage, is that right? Garage, gym space, some people call it the shed. I get very mad when they call it the shed. Why is that offensive Because this is not a shed, this is... No, this, this is, is a proper gym. This is a proper gym. This is kitted out. This is nice. For real, right? I'm proud of it. So, yeah, no, I love I love it here. This is I I basically bought when I was looking for a house, I basically bought a garage and the house just come, comes along with it. <laughs> this is the, yeah, this is focus this number is 1. Exactly. Priority this number line. 1. When I saw this garage, I said I need to I just had a vision of it was a weightlifting gym. He had all his weightlifting equipment in here and he house is already did, set up for you. did private lessons, so I saw, I just, I had a vision of getting all that weightlifting equipment out of here and uh, throwing down mats, putting up a heavy bag and get a little office area in here, so. Yeah, you're looking quite mafioso. We are sat at a, a big try, old I desk. Try. This is where the big, you know, big business goes down at the table. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about that business, actually, because we can dive straight into that. I want to talk about your alter ego as a realtor or a state agent, as we'd say in the UK. Yeah. How much does that help you with negotiations? And how much do you do? Do you have an agent? Do you it, have a manager? How I do. do. I have a manager. Mm -hmm. So uh, they assist me with a lot of the negotiations. But since I've taken up real, uh, you know, selling real estate, I've gotten way better, way better at uh, sales and negotiations and, and that, that sort of thing. It was something that I never really even thought about. I was just always thinking about fighting. Because in and this then, UFC business, it's, it's getting more and more important. And I know you're hardballing no, your I'm contracts now. You're absolutely. getting confident with it. You got to. You got to stick up for yourself. And um, in the past, I think, and, and still a lot of people just take what they're given as far as pay goes. They just want to keep the UFC happy. And uh, you're doing a tremendous injustice to yourself because, you know, a little bit of uh, a little bit of sticking up for yourself can go a long way. With the negotiations, so. So tell me about that process. How does it happen? Because everyone figures, oh, phone call from Dana to the manager. It's all sorted, nice and tidy. It's not quite like that, is it? No, it can. You know, it goes through my manager. Uh, he'll usually call me up and say, you know, I got. They're looking for this fight at this time against this person, and usually I'll come back with, well, I want this much, this much money, and then they'll say, well, they, you know, they'll go they'll go back and forth and. It's kind of a standstill. Sometimes they don't get what they want, and sometimes I don't get what I want. But um, you know, I think they realize now that I, I I mean business when I put out a number and I say what I say. It's it's not unreasonable. I have facts to back it up. You know, in real estate, you have comparable houses that have sold for uh, the price that they sold for. I look at comparable fighters that have fought for this amount. And I know they're making this. So I say, you know, I, I see these guys making this much. How can you justify that and not justify giving me X amount? And that usually does the trick. They they'll, probably hate you, don't they? Yeah, they like, do. Damn. They'll, they'll <laughs> come back with, you know, they always has their reasons to uh, kind of try to lowball you, but you stick to your guns and come with good facts and usually it works out better so how much confidence and help in negotiation did ufc 229 conor mcgregor versus khabib give you in contract negotiations uh definitely helped out it definitely helped out you know um definitely it really just it's about the fans the fans want to see you the fan they want you in the main event spot um 
having gone fought with the champ uh, uh you know on short notice and that putting up a good fight definitely brings me up there in in uh you know the fans eyes and everyone's eyes the ufc i was just out there at the performance institute and i was meeting with a bunch of uh with a bunch of um people from the ufc and they all said how how awesome of a fight that was then be- beating kevin lee now i'm i'm in a, a pretty good pretty good position it's amazing to me um, how much that raised your stock, even though you weren't there. Obviously, your fight with Khabib, a fantastic performance on a day's notice. But then UFC 229, where did you watch that? I watched it about one town over from here. One of my buddies had a bunch of people over. And so. I'm sure on that night alone, you started to see the text roll in, right? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Everyone was saying, oh, this... This guy couldn't even do what you did on a day's notice. He had all the time to prepare. I got a million texts like that. Um, even during the broadcast, Joe Rogan said he brought up my name. And so that was that was really cool, you know, to be watching it with a bunch of my friends. And then he brings that up. Yeah. You know. So it raises your stock. Immediately must motivate you as well. Absolutely. After that fight, I was tremendously motivated. Because um, before that, I was kind of... Mm, I wasn't like thought of as somebody that was really uh, go like a contender. You know, mm-hmm. I was kind of like on the outskirts of that top top fifteen, kind of like lost in the mix. I think I felt a little lost, but then once I got that fight, you know, it was like this is the toughest guy in the world, and I could I could hang in there with him with really not the, the proper amount of preparation, so. Uh, immediately motivated me that I could beat anybody in the world. Did you, you go know. to the gym the next day? Oh, no, I was beat up. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked the crap out of me for 25 minutes. No, I mean, minutes. after watching 229. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you go to the gym yep. the next no, day and feel course. good about yourself? Oh, yeah. Because psychologically, was... that must do. I mean, it's a clear comparison for you, right? Yep. Like we talk about with negotiation and contracts. Like you've got that extra comparison next to you. You've got all those text messages coming in. Psychologically, that's empowering. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was awesome. It was awesome. And uh, it was right about, I think it was right about that time that I got the Kevin Lee fight. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, Oh, this is ready you know, for was, you, Lou. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it motivated me, get, got me back in the gym, and uh, got I immediately started get preparing for the Kevin Lee fight because I knew a big win over Kevin Lee, who was knocking on the door of a title shot himself, you know, puts me right back up there. So, how would you describe the last six months? I guess it's been a whirlwind. It's been weird, <laughs> weird. That whole weekend was just cr- this whole weird, you know. Uh, that was probably the craziest weekend I'll ever have in my life. If yeah, I don't know if anything could top that. You yeah. know, I was on Thursday. I was at the media day, and Connor attacks the bus when he throws the dolly through the window. Yeah, all that craziness. Then the next day, um, all the craziness of Holloway's not making weight. I weighed in. Who are they gonna choose? I'm downstairs chasing around the matchmaker. I'm your guy. You got to put me, you got to give me this fight at find out that I'm getting the fight, do the press conference like immediately after I signed the contract for the fight. And then the next night I fight for pretty much the world championship headlining, uh, an arena in, in Brooklyn, the Barclays center that all my friends and family are there. Everyone's around watching. So I went from being the first fight of the night to the headliner like that. It was just a, whole, a crazy 
emotional. I didn't sleep for that whole, the, the, like, the last three days leading up to that fight. I was on, like, two hours of sleep. That's just amazing. my adrenaline was just carrying me. I was going to say, how do you manage to stay with any level of sanity when it comes to things like that? Because it does, it throws you around emotionally. Absolutely. And I know it's exciting and it's a good thing, but at the same time, scary. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, excitement yeah for sure i was sitting there just in bed trying to fall asleep my mind was just racing thinking about takedowns stopping takedowns jab right hand what leg kicks what what does he like to do what is it just everything going through my head you know um i wish i could have slept a little more but yeah it probably would have benefited would, you and then after the fight even that night and the next night still that adrenaline that uh excitement i was even though i lost the fight i was still just wired adrenaline adrenaline wise it was crazy let's talk about uh you've mentioned busgate let's talk about mcgregor you've recently been tweeting him online and and raised that beast um i wanted to talk to him uh, talk about him in the light of what makes a popular ufc fighter because he has obviously done a lot in the past to build himself up as a personality the smack talk do you call that here smack yeah. talk yeah you yeah, say yeah. the same thing sometimes i say things and the americans are like what is she talking about <laughs> no, yeah. uh yeah the smack talk and you know even busgate there's a certain amount of pr that came out of that however much we might think it's disgusting there's there are benefits to that in business um you managed to stay very sort of calm and correct i know even i think kevin lee said he wanted to send you back to the prelims and yeah. you were like well that's not very nice not very nice not very nice at all nope. um, came back to bite him eh? yeah hell yeah that's the right way to do it yep. but um how do you feel about that balance between being a true martial artist and putting on the pr game yeah it's a it's a difficult balance because uh, he's great at it he can separate or he he uh he just makes it work for him, you know. All that crazy talk that he'll he'll he took it a little bit too far this time, uh, I think, with with this uh, Khabib fight. But he he gets the people wanting to see it, you know. And then he performs under that pressure. He's good under that pressure. He puts himself under. Uh, he puts him and his opponent under extreme amount of pressure, and he's good at at uh, you know working through it he i think he enjoys it he that's where he wants to be he wants to be um putting the pressure on the other guy and making it he he makes it the highest stakes everybody's watching it on the biggest stage him and aldo you know there was no that was what a huge rivalry that was all him just driving a rivalry making it uh ireland versus brazil kind of versus aldo you know it's just so much more so much bigger than a uh, regular fight and i think he enjoys that it's good business you know for him there's obviously a massive element of personality i think even if he wasn't a ufc fighter he'd be a lot like that absolutely what about for you though when you when you send tweets like that like you sort of triggered connor recently and sent him a twitter direct do you think about the business side of it do you uh yeah i don't i mean obviously that'd be a huge fight you I mean, know, you knew me. when you sent that tweet, people are going to pick that up. Yeah, yeah. No, I just th kind of threw out a little line, and he he, he nibbled on it a little <laughs> bit. You know, yeah. I got I got a little bite. So I think it's it's good. It's. Are you pushing um, for that fight? That's the, obviously a fight yeah. that I think would be a, a, it would it would be tremendous for my career. Um, that fight. How it would really, it go down, UV McGregor? 
Ooh, I, you know. Walk me through it. What's your game plan there? I would just, I would just have to try to move. Just get him tired. You know, Khabib did a great job with the way he fought him. I think for me, it'd probably be a little different. Uh, he, his style is more just wrestling based. I, I think I'd mix it up a little bit more. You know, but I think. Uh, you think you'd win? I thought no, absolutely, absolutely. I definitely, I'm, I'm winning that fight. That's a fight that uh. I'm going to train hard for and I'm going in there to win. Absolutely. What do you I have over win. him? Well, I think def- you saw in that fight this toughness. You know, I think that the later the fight goes, the better it would be for me. Um, he's got a hard left hand, but it seems like that's he really that's all he's been winning with. Um, he went the distance with, with Diaz and that was a great fight. Um but I don't know. I feel like the later rounds put him in a little bit of a little bit more uh, danger, mm-hmm. and he he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't like to be in a in a dangerous position when definitely when he's tired. Doesn't like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. How about Khabib? Because you've mentioned before you'd like a second absolutely go at that. What would you do differently? Well, I I think the first thing is um, competing more with the wrestling. I I compete more with him mm. uh i think i kind of seceded to the wrestling i let him not let him control me he definitely controlled me but i could have used more energy to try to escape on the cage and, and i kind of just hung out there he wasn't hitting me with huge shots he was hitting me but uh i don't i wasn't sure of my gas tank going five rounds i'd only trained for three i had never done five in the gym so i was kind of in the first round, he took me down, and I was kind of like, "All right, let's just hang out." Um, in a re- in the rematch, it's not going to be like that. I'm not like kind of. We'll have some sleep out. for a start, right? Won't be so mental beforehand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be prepared yeah. on that on that side for sure. But um, just the way I fought him, I think I kind of i I was like, "All right, I'm you know I'll hang in there with the wrestling, and then I, when it's stand up time, then it's my time." And by that, by the time, you know, the third round, I started defending some takedowns, kept it on the feet. I was just a step behind. I was a little slow. My little, my arms were filled up with blood and they just weren't firing as fast as they usually do. Something you did that was really impressive, though, is your ability, I think it's been said a few times, your ability to hit that reset button and your psychology behind that. How do you keep refining yourself even when you're fucking tired? Yeah, it's kind of just... Is there something that you see or say or? No, I think it's just having a short memory, you know, kind of in in a in a kind in a good way, using it to yeah. using it to my advantage. Having a short memory is if the first round doesn't do- go that well, just kind of forget I, it. Yeah, Goldfish it's, it. It's what not, just happened yeah, to it's, me? I don't even really think about it. It's, oh, that's it's, really cool. That's, yeah, yeah, I like that idea. It's unconscious. It's just you know, move moving forward. Something I kind of wish I did more in my life in mm. general, you know, yeah. Come to, you have some, something bad happens to you one day and you just let it hold no know, grudges, hold, forget hold it, you, move hold on. you for like a week or something. Yeah. I wish in life I could do that. Have, have a short memory, but I mean, you know, fights definitely works to my advantage. You clearly have like a very sort of business style uh, mindset to you, but then also the martial artist mindset. If you had the choice between the two fights, Namagomedov or McGregor. I mean, one, the martial artist trying to get the title. The other, the businessman getting the money fight. Yeah. Which would you do and why? De- uh, definitely Khabib. Yeah. 
to the um, martial artist weighs over the business. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think he's he he has a win over me. Mm-hmm. I, it kind of eats me up. I just wanted to. Be, I just wish I went in there and got got the job done. But um, what do you think is realistically? Do you have a do you have a fight lined up? I won't ask you what it is, but do you have something? No, ready? I don't. No. I was actually so I was just out there so? meeting with the with the UFC, and they're waiting for Khabib and Connor to go before the Nevada State yeah. Athletic Commission. Yeah, still not finished. They'll is be it? uh they'll be suspended, and depending on how long they're suspended, um, then they're gonna match up the rest of the division, and we'll see where everyone matches up. What do you think the chances are of you getting one of those? I think they're pretty good. Yeah. I think the, the Khabib fight, probably not so much immediately. Mm-hmm. But to be in the top five, anyone could fight for a title at any time. This sport is so crazy. Some injuries and so many little variables can throw you right back up in there. As you saw, I was number 11 or 12, and I got a title shot. So being number four now, I'm right on the, right on the doorstep. Um, but I think it would probably be Ferguson, Connor, or... Dustin Poirier, Max coming up. I was going to say, how would you feel about possibility? Yeah, welcoming all the way into light. But I think he would probably he would probably fight go right for Khabib or uh, even a a Conor rematch for him. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would be on his radar moving up so much immediately. So I don't know. We'll see where everything how everything plays out. Let's talk about weight cuts because I find them really interesting. It's obviously a problem. It's still not right. You know, MMA is still pretty much in its infancy in the way that we're growing and learning the sports changing a lot. Um, what are your immediate emotions around it? And what would you recommend? I, I like the weight cuts the way they are because really? I don't really cut a lot of weight. Yeah. So I like seeing people struggle. It means I'm, I, it's an advantage for me when, I... when my opponent's struggling. I'm like, Oh, look at that. You know? Yeah. Cause it's such a, you could train for 10 weeks, you know, and do everything perfect. And then you have a hard, really hard weight cut. And I feel like that you could have done everything perfect. And right up to that weight cut, if you mess that up, it's like you might as well have not done that 10 weeks, mm. you know. Almost almost more important, you could do three, three decent training weeks and have a great weight cut. And that's almost like the same thing. If that, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it That's does. how I kind of see it. Like, yeah, no, it totally that, that last 48 hours before the fight is so important to put yourself through so much stress to deplete yourself and really just kill yourself um, to where you – some of these guys, they can like barely walk in there. You know, their mouth is dry for days on – you know, it's just not healthy. It's not good. So I, I don't cut a lot of weight. I cut maybe like 10 pounds the the – throughout the week you know and that's it's not an extreme uh it's interesting to hear you say that you kind of like it because what i have heard is that it can help fighters i think kavanagh john kavanagh said before how it can help psychologically get you in the right frame of mind like starving before having to do something really pushing your body to a limit and having almost a habit of doing that before a fight can make you sort of more aggressive more violent and put you in the right focus and mindset yeah does it do that for you uh it it does it's when you're when you're you do have a fight coming up you're it's 24 7 for heavyweights uh, you know they don't have to cut that weight so 
I don't think they're always thinking about their diet and that when you have, when you got a fight coming up and you got to be this this weight on this day, every meal you're thinking about that fight. Every mm. time you get hungry, you're thinking about the fight. It's just it's always in your mind. It keeps you focused. It keeps you you know uh, on point the whole time leading up to the weigh-in and leading up to the fight. So yeah, I could definitely see that to an extent. To it gets, uh, I feel like if if you put yourself through that much stress, it, no matter what the benefit is mentally, just the physical drain is not worth it for sure. Would you ever go down? No, I cut. I I wrestled in uh, college my freshman year at 141 pounds, and that was the most miserable. <laughs> it, it wasn't a wrestling season; it was a weight cutting season. Yeah, I know. and then I just wrestled afterwards. You know, I was like, I was just thinking about making weight. I didn't really work. I didn't really get better as a wrestler. I just really just killed myself. So I said, "There's no way I want to do that in MMA." I'm always going to be thinking about getting better, improving. And, uh, you know, always, always just trying to improve as a fighter rather than cut an extra five pounds. So if weight cuts, not, not that bad for you, what's the worst thing approaching a fight for you that sort of last week? Uh, You're quite buzzed, you know, it's quite chilled. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad for you in general. I enjoy that. This whole fight week, I enjoyed everything. Really? I enjoyed going away. Um, you like you the know, press that, too? That, all the questions, all the interviews. Yeah, I love it all. Yeah, I love it all. I There's love a glint the whole, in your eye there. The whole process. It's it's fun. It's fun to me. I like going to a new. Uh, I really enjoy traveling, going to a new place. This was in Milwaukee. I probably never went to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, Milwaukee has it's what a nice, beautiful, clean city. Old, um, like older looking buildings. Uh, the food there is great. The Harley Davidson was was founded in Milwaukee. So we traveled. We, I, you know, I, I'm traveling to a place that I never would have. I never would have picked on the map Milwaukee. You know, yeah, so yeah. I got to go to Milwaukee, a place I never would have went. Got to experience their their, you know, their food. Their have you been to London? I have not. I've have been you to thought Manchester. about March in London? That would be nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be fighting that <laughs> That's soon. That's where I'm going. But yeah, I would like to go. I would definitely want to. Definitely want to be in London for sure. So you're not thinking March. You're thinking April? End of March. End of March. End of, end of March. There's a card at the end of March in Philadelphia. That would be doable. Ideal for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that. But I don't think uh, before then, probably not. That might even be a little soon, but definitely April. I've gone off subject. I wanted to talk to you about Kevin Lee a little bit. I know after your Kevin Lee fight, a lot of press mentioned how you had, I think the word they used was matured. How did you feel about that? I wasn't sure if matured was that much of a positive word, but they uh, felt that you matured. I'll take it. Yeah? Yeah. Not too bad. Do you feel you've matured? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, you want to grow be, up. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm constantly maturing in some in some ways. Um, but I think Kevin Lee brought out, I think he was like the perfect opponent to bring out like his, the way we compliment our personalities clashed and kind of... Uh, it brought out, I think, a more mature side of me. I think he's, um, I don't know. He's uh, he's searching for something. I don't know what he's looking for. How but. much difference does it make in a fight having a personality clash, having that edge or a story alongside it for you as a fighter? Or does it really not matter who put, who's in front of you? Yeah, I don't think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But mm. it was definitely, it was fun leading up to it, hearing the things that he said. I just... 
I feel like I was so far ahead of him as far as that. I think his uh, at the weigh-ins, he looked at me and he goes, he goes, oh, same Al, mm-hmm. same guy, right? Same like, dude, come on, is that what you're coming into this fight with, thinking that I'm the same guy as five years ago when we fought? Like, if that's what you're banking on, you're in big trouble. Massive bud. underestimation. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it was almost like such a weak attempt at him trying to mentally attack me mm-hmm. i just threw it right back in his face i was like yeah it okay the same out beat you last time it's gonna be the same thing this time it's, you better hope it's not the same out you you're know? almost looking for someone to bring you good smack talk like even when connor tweeted you recently you were like well it's not a who the yeah, fuck is that was, guy moment it wasn't was, good enough for you yeah i was not i was <laughs> not impressed i was i was i, I, I it wasn't uh who the fuck is that guy? I thought it was going to be, give me one of those. Come on, make me a star, Connor. I thought you were going to make me a star. I want the red panty night. Come on, now you could come in with this, whatever he said. And I was like, oh, that's lame. But He can do better. He can do better. But like I said, he's saving He's saving the good stuff for the fight. So. so Al, I'm catching you at like a pretty good time. It's like stars are aligning recently. What does 2019 look like for you? Uh, I just feel like I'm, I'm going to keep building off this last year this last year was yeah a lot of hard work um in the years building up to this past year so i think that a lot of the hard work is has paid off and now people are starting to see and respect the work that i put in and i think that that uh it's going to continue this year you know the, the december 15th opened a lot of people's eyes and they said wow you know maybe this guy that went in there and fought khabib tough wasn't just a you know crazy tough guy that mm. took the fight uh, you know he's just out of his mind crazy maybe he's got a lot of talent behind him that can can uh you know defeat any guy on, on any day and that's what i'm going to do this year for sure for 2019 is it quality over quantity or do you want to be busy i think uh that's nah, just a balance of the, of the two you know it's I I would love to stay busy for sure. Yeah, definitely want to stay busy, and um, I haven't been too busy in the past, so definitely would like to get two, three fights in this year for sure, and the the right fights, fights that uh the people want to see, fights that excite me, and that are gonna get me, you know, right right to that title title shot and winning this winning that title this year for sure. Thank you very very much. This time next year, I think we'll be seeing a very different Al. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good time with you, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us in your home. Sure. Thank you.